welcome back to the Goddess Frame of Mind, the only podcast in 2023 dedicated to helping you stay in the Goddess Frame of Mind. I'm your host, Arian Wrights. If this is your first time listening, it is a pleasure to meet you, Goddess. And for all of you goddesses returning, welcome back, welcome back. I love you, I missed you. And in case you couldn't tell by some of the ambient noise in the background, today we are doing another car convo simply because I'm getting ready to go on a trip and it has been a lot harder to juggle housework, all the projects I'm tying up, and getting ready for the trip. So I just decided to hop on and do a car combo again, have a little bit more control over the audio than I did last time, and we're just gonna wing it. So today, I have a very important thing to talk about, and that is the farce, the fallacy, the fictional tale, the myth of high school sweethearts. So without further ado, we're just going to dive right into it because I'm feeling a little feisty about this topic. So when I was a kid back in 2007 or 8, I can't remember when I met my abuser. I was very lonely, very sad, very isolated. I didn't fit in anywhere. And so being this alienated, lost soul, my abuser was able to pick up on that, hey, we can be weirdos together. And it became a really wild ride. Well, one of the things that my abuser had instilled in me, one of his thought processes was that you have to have a high school sweetheart. You have to grow up to have a high school sweetheart. Which, looking back, was kind of weird considering that my abuser's parents weren't high school sweethearts, but he had this expectation for himself that you were supposed to meet the love of your life in high school and it would be happily ever after for the rest of forever. Since getting out of my abusive relationship, healing for 10 years, being in a healthy relationship, and talking to women who have been in similar situations to what I experienced, I have decided that high school sweethearts is a fucking lie. So there are definitely going to be exceptions to the rule. My best friend with her loving relationship and her new baby met her husband while they were in high school. They were friends. They hung out together. They had classes together. But as far as I know, I don't know if they actually dated until they graduated. And so, like, yes, they've known each other since high school, but I wouldn't call them high school sweethearts. In my perspective, the trope of high school sweethearts has been put into place because at one point in time, human beings were very severely aware of the fact that we were put on this planet to breed and die, breed and die. I don't know if that was the 1910s or the 1920s or the 1930s, 
probably around whenever the fuck the diamond ring came into the proposal picture. So I want to say between the 1920s and 30s, there was this new heightened awareness. You have to get married. You have to have babies. If you don't get married, you're a failure. And the trope of high school sweethearts is put in place to keep women down. It really is. Like, maybe that was never the intention back in the day. I know that the diamond wing, diamond ring thing that we have going on now was completely a marketing scheme. Nobody ever used to give each other diamond rings to get married. It was always, like, practical gifts or, like, little tokens of your affection. It wasn't this one standard of this is how you show your love with this fucking hoop you put on your finger. So, when you think about the idea of high school sweethearts, you can't force that. Like I said, there may be some exceptions to the rule, but it's nothing that you should expect. And honestly, this idea that if you don't meet your person in high school, life is over is bullshit. Um, I met my abuser when I was in middle school. I stayed with my abuser until we graduated high school and then some. I had a handful of boyfriends. I was, uh, you know, kind of a minx. I'm kind of a vixen. I'll admit it. I'm a baddie. Fucking A. I'm a baddie. I got to play the field while I was in a relationship. I had secret boyfriends that my ex-boyfriend didn't even have any clue about until we broke up. And even then, he suspected I was cheating and he thought I was cheating with the wrong person. It was so funny. He never had any idea. So I'm a baddie. Um, and I can't imagine if I would have stayed with my abuser. If I would have fallen prey to this idea that you have to find your person in high school, I would have ended up with the wrong guy. And Admittedly, I tried because my abuser had instilled this thought process into me already. It was like, we need to be together forever. High school sweethearts, the only way to go. And so then I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to be with this loser for the rest of my life. I guess if high school sweethearts is a thing, I have to pick from one of these boys who's like I've hypnotized with my good looks because otherwise I'm a failure. And to nobody's surprise except for my 18-year-old selves, I did not manage to convince any of those little boys who I was having affairs with <clears throat> to stay with me, to be the full-time boyfriend. And so I graduated high school and I was like, fuck, well, I guess I'm going to be a lonely old cat lady with 13 to 30 cats in a loft. I'm just going to be a writer. I'm never going to talk to another man again, ever, little boys. And then I met Pumpkin. And really, at the end of the day, it's not about finding that person who is going to fulfill you and fill you up and make you whole. It's about loving yourself so that you can attract that person into your life. If you don't love yourself, you cannot attract somebody into your life who will love you and cherish you and worship you. I didn't mean to say worship, I meant to say respect you, but worship you like the goddess you are. You will never find that person if you do not love yourself first.
crazy because nobody ever explained it to me that way as far as you know if if you want somebody to love you need to first and foremost love yourself and I wish that I would have known that in childhood in middle school in high school in early adulthood it really was not until like I was around 20 years old that I fully conceptualize this idea that if you do not love yourself love will not come and where that came from like I said was because I had given up on the idea of finding a partner I had been used and abused and mistreated and I was over it and I thought you know fuck if no man on the face of this planet is worthy for me, well then I just don't have to be with anybody because it's not worth my time. And granted, I say man, but to be completely and perfectly honest, if Pumpkin had been a woman with the same personality and same traits that Pumpkin has, but a woman, and we would have met the same way, but a woman, I would be with a woman. Like, it's not about the gender for me personally, but when it comes to like the idea of high school sweethearts and this antiquated ideology that if you don't find your lifetime mate by the time you turn 16, you're going to turn into a fucking pumpkin at the stroke of midnight and be trampled by goddamn horses. That is such a farce. It, it, it is set in the antiquated ideologies of heterosexual relationships and, you know, marriage and those kinds of things. And I am here for the rebuilding of family. I am here for healthy, happy relationships. I am here for those people who want kids. I am here for those people who do not want kids. But what I am not here for is abusive, toxic relationships being ingrained into our society subliminally, up front, consciously, subconsciously. Like, it is all over the place, man. And it shouldn't be. It really, really should not be because that is what keeps us down. That is what prevents us from prevailing, from being strong, independent men and women, but for being strong, independent women, because this is the goddess frame of mind, damn it. If you are a man and you're listening to my podcast, well, suck it up, buttercup, because uh, you're probably one of my sugar plums and it's fine, but it stands in the way of strong, independent women. My favorite example of a strong, independent woman is, of course, Nicki Minaj, because she, you know, she started her career in a relationship. It turned out to not be so great, but then she was able to pull herself through. She had a couple of relationships in between the really, really horrible one and her healthy relationship now. But I've seen clips of her where she's reading comments that say like, oh, the man's supposed to have more money than the woman. And she just laughs and she's like, bitch, I make more money than every man. So, why would she be able to find a man that makes more money than her when the dynamic is 
is that she is the breadwinner. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and that's the thing, is that, you know, if other people's ideologies don't make sense, if the things that we're being taught are nonsensical, then we don't have to listen to those things and we can forge our own paths. It's fine. <sighs> so, this is the advice that I would have given my 13-year-old self, my 12-year-old self, my 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old self before I finally realized that boys are not the end-all be-all of this human experience. Just worry about you. Just worry about yourself, love. Just worry about yourself. Because you shouldn't have to seek approval from other people. You should seek that approval from yourself. You should not seek compliments and validation from other people. You should seek that from yourself. You should not try to fill a void in your life with somebody else or something else, but we're talking about relationships here. You need to first fill in that void before you start bringing relationships into the mix. It just is a fact. It just is a fact. Because the universe reciprocates your energy. So when you live your life and you think that you're worthless, you think that nobody will love you or nobody will ever treat you right or any of those other negative things that we seem to tell ourselves on a pretty consistent basis just because being a human is really complicated, that is what you start to attract into your life. You start to attract the bad boys who couldn't give a shit about the fact that you're a human being and just see you as a piece of ass. You start calling in the manipulators and the fucking abusers, the controllers, the people who see your light and they just want to snatch it up and taste it and eat it because they're evil monsters who feed off of your good energy and feed off of the idea of taking your good energy away from you. But if you love yourself, if you respect yourself, if you have good boundaries with yourself, you will attract in the people who love you, who respect you, who have good boundaries. And oftentimes, when you're in high school, you have no grasp, no concept of any of those things. You don't know what it is to love yourself because you don't even know what you want to wear to school or eat for dinner. How could you base your entire life off of a relationship that formed when you had no idea who you were or what you were doing? How could you live your life based on a relationship that was formed when somebody was able to take advantage of you and manipulate you? How could you possibly live the life that you want to live being with somebody who you met when you didn't have any self-respect? And so they have it ingrained in their head that that's who you are. You're a person without self-respect. Why would you live your life that way? Why would you build your life upon that? Simple answer is you would never knowingly do that to yourself. 
And it's so funny and so serendipitous because I didn't really think about it that way until I was sitting here talking to you. And that is why high school sweethearts is a fallacy. It's a myth. It is an urban legend. Because that urban legend is based on you building an adult relationship as a child. And depending on who you are when you find yourself in that relationship, that person will never be able to accept you once you have grown as a human being. Because that person really was just concerned about who you were when you were children. It's fucked up. And, um, and that's okay. I was one of those people, like, please don't be listening to this podcast and think, wow, Arian Wrights is super judgmental. Oh my, I just can't handle this. Because that's not the thing at all. I want you to be strong in your goddess power. I want you to stand tall, to hold your head high, to know that you do not need a man or another woman to complete you. That you need to be completed before you bring in that second half, that partner of your life. Because if you are not whole when you decide to expand your being into a partnership, when you are not whole, your partner can never see you as whole. It is not a partnership in the definition of the term. It is a relation, it's like a situation where one person is giving more and more and more and more of themselves when the other person is not. Because at some point in those high school sweetheart scenarios, it is really a matter of, you know, personal growth. And part of personal growth is knowing when to let go of a relationship. Knowing when it is time to move on and explore other options. And from my experience, the high school sweetheart scenario means that you are not willing to move on and experience other things and allow yourself the freedom to realize that the situation that you are in is not right and that the person that you are with is not your forever buddy. So, the more I talk about this, the more I feel like I'm revealing both to myself and to you, but I also feel like the more I talk about this, the more possibility there is for repetition. And while some repetition is nice, it is the universe's way of reminding you to pay attention, like, hey, this is really important. Um, Sometimes I just start repeating myself because I can't remember if it's something I've already said. And so I would like to close out this episode with a 
bit of a, a, a mindset exercise. And by exercise, I just mean, I want you to start putting this into practice, like, ASAP. Like, yesterday, last week, you need this right now. So, I want you to write down on a piece of paper the words, I need a partner, I need a man, or I need a woman, depending on what your sexual orientation is as a goddess. Goddesshood knows no limitations. I want you to write down, I need a man or a woman on a piece of paper underneath what says, I need a partner. And then I want you to crumple it up, like crumple it up, crumple it up, like have the most fun crumpling up that piece of paper that says, I need a man, I need a woman, I need a partner, whatever you choose to write down, crumple it up and throw it in the garbage, write on a different piece of paper, I need myself, put it somewhere where you're going to see it every single fucking day, whether that's in your bathroom mirror, whether that's on your refrigerator, but I want it to be an actual physical piece of paper, not in your phone. And I want it to be somewhere where you can see it and access it without even thinking about it. So next thing you know, you turn around and bam, I need myself. Damn straight you need yourself, sister. You better fucking straighten up. What do you need from yourself? Do you need to love yourself? Do you need to respect yourself? Do you need to take better care of yourself? What do you need from yourself? Focus on you. Let this epiphany, let this message from the universe be a reminder to work on yourself because when you work on yourself and you stop worrying about chasing after the prey pursuing a man or a woman you are actually sitting in your goddess power you are waiting to receive when you take a step back and you're like okay no more chasing games no more titties pressed ass out like that no more you know i'm just gonna do me I'm just going to do me. I'm going to hang out with my girlfriends. I'm going to take my dog for a walk. I'm going to go to the swimming pool. I'm going to go, you know, make myself a really nice meal. Whatever that may be. Just focus on yourself. And when you do that, when you step back, you're not chasing after, you know, prey. You're not on the hunt. You're not in your masculine energy. When you just sit back and you're like, nah. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to be this goddess in a throne in the middle of a flower field looking in this hand mirror, stroking my beautiful long wavy hair because I am a goddess and I'll be over here admiring myself. And if you want to come over here and admire me too, sure. When you sit back and you're that goddess in the field, people will start to take notice. The people around you will want to be around you and they won't want, they won't even know why. They'll just be like, oh my god, Sarah is looking really fine today. I think I'm going to go stand next to her and, and maybe I'll talk to her. I don't know if a chick that fine will even talk to me. Oh my god, Jill is just sparkling. I don't know what she's doing differently, but mm, I wouldn't mind a piece of that because that girl, that goddess, that woman is just a sparkling, shining light in a dim room. Oh my god. 
you see Emily? Well, I know she shaved her head, but, like, did you ever notice how hot she is? I don't think I ever noticed that about her before. I wonder what's changed. Oh my god, did you see Heidi? She just walked right by me without even looking my way. Normally, I count on Heidi to walk by me and look my way. That's how I get my confidence boost for the day because I love it when she looks at me and smiles at me the way she does, but she didn't even look at me at all. I wonder what the difference is. People will start to notice that you don't care about what they think. And when you don't care about what other people think, you will attract in the right person for the rest of your life. And the other problem with high school sweetheart syndrome mindset, the fallacy, the farce, the myth that I have busted to pieces, is that it is saying that out of the hundreds of thousands of millions of people on this planet, you only deserve to be limited to those people directly around you. You don't deserve to go out and explore the universe and see what else life has to offer. You are limited to exactly what is in front of you. And if you have that mindset about your relationships, well, fuck, you'll never become a professional fiction author. You will never be a kick-ass filmmaker. You will never be an award-winning songwriter because you've already put that limitation up that there's no opportunities out there in this universe beside what you can see right in front of you. And that is fucking terrifying. So the other thing the high school sweetheart myth takes away from you is your power to seek other opportunities. And it's really limiting. That is not what goddess mindset is about. Goddess mindset is about growth, is about moving forward, is about finding the magic in the universe, and is about fully standing in your goddess power because the opportunities are unlimited. I met this fucking asshat when I was 13 years old. And he had so many pretty lies about who he was and the things he'd allegedly accomplished at that young, ripe age. And then I realized that I don't need a man, boys are silly, I'm just gonna have their cats. And then the universe dropped pumpkin into my lap and I swear to God, so many of the lies that my ex-boyfriend told me about himself are things that pumpkin has actually done with his life. So the universe wants you to have what you want and you are not limited to just having what is in your hometown. Oh my god, you are not limited to what is just in your hometown. The universe is vast and the opportunities are unlimited and you owe it to yourself to believe that the opportunities are unlimited and you can live any life that you so choose. And hey, if you are in high school or were in high school and you respect yourself or you respected yourself when you met your partner in high school, more power to you, man. That's just not how my fucking story goes. And honestly, I don't know that very many girls between the ages of 13 and 18 really do have self-respect. And so I feel like it's a comfortable blanket term to say that the high school sweetheart thing is a myth. I actually told one of my little cousins, she just turned 13, 
I told her not to worry about dating or boys. Actually, I said dating because I wasn't quite sure. Um, I know with it being 2023, there's a good chance that it could go either way. And we really don't care in our family. We are very loving and inclusive and just about being yourself. But I did tell her not to worry about dating. To just worry about who she is and becoming a great kick-ass person. And the rest will line up because there's enough time in your life to figure all of that out at the right time. Obviously, I went on the journey that I went on because I needed to, but <laughs> my advice would definitely to be to not worry about boys in, in high school and middle school, to just worry about friends and family and the things that you like to do because I had to learn as an adult who I was as a person. And I could have spent the time that I was in my abusive relationship figuring out who I was as a person without getting PTSD from being in a relationship that was horrific. So I was really lucky that Pumpkin allowed me to figure these things out about myself while we were together. Um, But not every relationship is that way. Not every woman is going to be that lucky. And honestly, your partner shouldn't have to go through that (laughs) unless there's like a big warning label right up front. And there was with me and Pumpkin. I told him everything I'd been going through and he was kind of prepared for the fact that I'd been in a relationship since I was 13. Like I know who I am now, but to be perfectly honest, I haven't been single since I, like I haven't been single for 15 years. That's fucking nuts. So be yourself, goddess. Just worry about yourself. And I hope that if you are in a relationship, it is a happy one. It is a healthy one. And I know that you are capable of doing everything that your heart desires. You're about to get an outdated forum invitation at the end of this episode. I would like you to go to the link in the description. Go to arianrights.com. Join the forum go over to the discussion for today's podcast. I'm about to throw up an old forum invitation that still says Aaron writes. The reason being because I am about to go on my trip. I will re-record that forum invitation to say the goddess frame of mind for the next episode, but for today, it has to be the old one. I love you so much. Goddess, thank you. I really, really love you being here. I cannot wait to discuss next week's topics. I have a whole list written down. I feel really confident about being here every week or as, you know, as humanly possible without illness and life events, you know, withstanding, but I'm just so glad you are here. I hope this episode was valuable to you. Please share it with one of your goddess friends. Go down to the first link in the description to join the forum. And until next time, goddess, may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you. I hope that this episode helped you to stay in the goddess frame of mind. Hey, goddess. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes 
previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.